Hey, I'm Justin. And I'm Nikki. And welcome to another episode of the Polar Opposites Podcast. So, Justin, how was your week? My week was for sure better than last week. Why? I would say that. Well, fuck Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, okay. My favorite holiday for the month is National Margarita Day. Holiday? Is that really a holiday? I think it's a holiday. But there's like a national day for something every day. I know there is, but... So every day is a holiday? I guess. I like. I just like this holiday specifically. Okay. So for National Margarita Day, I didn't have any plans initially. And then my friend Sumatra hit me up and was like, so what's the plan for National Margarita Day? So later on in the day, we decided to go to Hula Hut, which is this restaurant that had... Bad idea. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Bad One dollar margaritas. So, I mean, it sounds good, but then the entire city of Austin knew about this deal, and the entire city of Austin was, like, inside that place. They're like, oh, yeah, it'll be, like, a two-hour wait. Two hours. Or you could, yes, two hours. Honestly, it's probably not even worth it. It's for, not for worth $1, it. For $1, it's probably some watered-down margaritas. It's not worth it at all. To be honest. And they're like, or you can go to the bar. So we went to the bar, and we were staying there for a good 10 minutes, and the line hadn't moved at all. So we were just like, uh... This ain't it. No. <laughs> this ain't it. There were people just standing everywhere. All the tables were filled. Outside was filled. It was a mess. Because was... you were at Hula Hut initially, and, and I, was, I was at home, so I was texting you, like, how is it like? Is the line long? And you are like... Don't go. Yeah. So because Hula Hut was so full, um, we decided to do a change of plans. So Sumatra's so like, maybe we can just make margaritas at somebody's apartment and just like have a kickback. And I was like, that sounds dope to me. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. So he's like, hmm, what place should we do it at? Should we do it at your place? And I was like, no. Why not? No, no, <laughs> Why not, are you saying no like my that? Place. Because I, I had just mopped that day. So everywhere was sparkling and shining and smelled good. And it was like the great atmosphere and I'm just imagining <laughs> beer pong, water bill, being spilled on my floors, food, people being messy, people wanting to use my restroom. I was like, nah, I can see the horror stores the already. The horror stores? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, that's, I can just imagine. Is like, that ba- what your head sounds yes. like? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, you know the horror music? <laughs> I was like, no way, no that's way, no way. That's not what it sounds like. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but that's what I was imagining. I was like, nah. So we decided to go somewhere else. So... One of his friends was like, yeah, y'all can come to my apartment. And I was like, okay. So Sumatra went out and bought, like, margarita mix and uh, tequila and balls and stuff for beer pong. Balls. Yeah, balls. balls. My country <laughs> accent coming out. And we just had it at her place. So it was cool. I got there. I was I always getting nervous when I'm in a room with people that I don't know. So I met a lot of Sumatra's friends that night. So... We had the tequila and the mix sitting on the countertop, and I was like, why is nobody drinking? So Darius, my old roommate, was there too. So we decided to take it upon ourselves and start making the drinks ourselves. So we used her blender, we got some ice, and we started making drinks. So the first batch we made was pretty good, and then before you knew it, people were coming to us, hey, can you make us one? I was like, I guess... And it turned into nope, like... Nope, you're the drink bitch Yeah, I was, I was the bartender for the night. People were like, ooh, I like this. Can you make it a little bit stronger? So we'd add a couple more shots of tequila into the batch. And then people were just drinking and coming to us. And drunk. it was cool. I mean, I wasn't drunk. Other people. Yeah, other people on the other hand. Yeah. But speaking of being drunk, I had eaten before I decided to start drinking. So I didn't feel anything the entire night. And we ended up going to 6th Street afterwards. And... I think that was, like, probably the worst 
<laughs> decision that I've ever made because Why? I was completely sober and I could like I felt everything. Actually, Sixth Street is terrible when you're sober. Yes, because everyone else is drunk and everyone's doing like crazy shit. And you're just watching them like. Yes, that's I what I even... felt. Like everything that you ever thought that was nasty when you're drunk, that stuff flies over your head. It doesn't even look the same. No, when, it like, doesn't. It it's actually... brighter. It's brighter. <laughs> Sixth Street does not look the same when you're sober versus when you're drunk. When you're drunk, you're just like enjoying the atmosphere, mm-hmm. but then when you're sober, you can just see all the you things see that are everything. wrong with it. It's terrible. Like, oh, like I'll never do that again. Like even when you're dancing and everything, like you just don't feel. <laughs> You just don't feel... It's not the same, to say the least. It's not the place to be when you're sober. Yes. Go somewhere else. So and, that was know. the first, and that was also the last time that I hope go to 6th Street sober, ever. But, yeah, that was it for me, I guess. Literally, the week was just the weekend for me, so besides school. Yeah. Nothing, like, crazy happened, I guess. My week was uneventful. I've been studying this entire time. Damn. Be like that. It'd sometimes. be like that sometimes. So. Bust it down, Tatiana. Mm, Tatiana. Tatiana. My hot take. My hot take of the week is about the precious song that everybody loves, Tatiana, which I consider now to be the Mobamba of 2019. So on Sixth Street, how many times did I hear Tatiana? Every single second at every single bar we went to. Bust down, bust down, Tatiana. And people are... Bust it down. <laughs> people are acting like that's the first time they've ever heard that song. When you're drunk and you hear songs, it's a different experience no. than hearing it when you're sober. Like, I remember last semester, it was Mo Bamba. People would come up to me, Oh my God, do you know that song, Mo Bamba? Like, it's, <laughs> like every second, Oh my God, Mo Bamba. Like, every second... <laughs> Like it's, Have you been to the football games? Did you go to any no, football games? No. Last semester at the football games, they played that song. Like, every time that, you know, when they play mm-hmm. music during the games, they always play that song. It's like, y'all aren't tired of this song? Please. I'm tired of it. And Next. it's not even a good song. Next. It's I think not people even like good. it because it has something to do with UT. Um, at least here. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. But that and Cardi B's Money is the songs that I kept hearing over and over and over again. Gets people lit. I mean, I like the song Money, but that's excessive. Like, the amount of times that I heard that song, everybody's like, I was born to flex, diamonds on my neck. I was like, okay, we get it. We get it. <laughs> okay, what song do you like hearing all the time when you're drunk? Like, what's a song that you... Throw, throw, it's usually throwbacks. So okay, like what? R&B throwbacks. But, like, a hype song. Um... Hype, hype, I know mine. Okay, mine would be No Hands by uh, Waka Flocka. Yeah, I, I don't mind that like, song. Like... If that song comes on, I'm lit. Yeah, I like that song. That's I consider that a throwback. So any any song in that vein, it gets me hype, I guess. But Mobamba, Thadiana, Money, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Nah. So, in in the news this week, everybody's getting charged. Everybody's getting charged. So y'all's precious R. Kelly. Precious? <laughs> Who's precious? <laughs> well, pe- there's people that are still streaming him, so they people said people are stupid. They said mute R. Kelly, but people are still his Spotify streams went up after that. How is he still in news? He should be in jail. Well, he is in jail. Well, about to be in jail now. So he got charged with ten counts of sexual abuse. Good. Which I don't get how these charges are just coming now, which is wild. And then 
Jesse or Jesse is it Jesse or Jesse? Jesse. 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 Come down. Is it is it pronounced Jesse, but it's spelled with the U? I think it's Jesse. Jesse. I think I'm just gonna say Jesse. Jesse. Well, y'all's Jesse also got charged Has with made lying. Made himself look like a fool. A whole goat. Idiot. <laughs> He's stupid. He looks like an idiot in the news. Wow. My, I was on the phone with my dad, and he was like, "Did you hear in the news that that punk that was that lying?" Punk. If y'all don't remember, I think Justin explained what punk means by his parents. It's not a universal Nigerian thing because my parents don't say that. Punk. What does it mean? It means gay person. I guess gay man is what it means. What's a gay woman? I don't know. Lesbian. (laughs) Gay. I don't know, but... So he got charged, and this whole story, I when I first heard it, go ahead. No, when I was reading about the story, and it had to do with those brothers, oh. I was like, y'all have shaved You've the Nigerian us. culture. <laughs> foolish, <laughs> foolish, Yoruba demons. And I have, was like, Yoruba demons. Are they Yoruba or Igbo? Yoruba. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was confirmed. Yeah. I saw their names. Yoruba demons. Putting... A bad name to Nigerians. How can you do so? Such a if y'all are thing? if y'all are confused, what we're talking about the whole Jesse Smollett situation with how he allegedly fa- might have faked his um, attack. Um, he said the story goes that there were two Nigerian brothers that had connections to Jesse, and they were paid to beat Jesse up. So because they're Nigerian, it made us question like, who are these people? And then you looked and found out that apparently they, were they had like left the country during the time like where all this was unfolding mm-hmm. and when they came back they were shocked that it was traced back to them wow well this, the fbi doesn't play or whoever's investigating this stuff like <laughs> everyone his now. whole mugshot got published i feel i don't know i don't know if i should feel bad or not because i guess it's not 100 percent that he staged it or not but something weird is happening with the whole situation if he staged it i don't feel bad for him Neither do I. That's not something you should do. It's a serious matter. And then you taking a serious matter and turning it into um, a show, something that you're actually putting on, like, detracts from the seriousness of potential events like that, potential hate crimes that are going to happen in the future. Like, people might not take them as seriously. Well, I don't don't get why people say, make that argument that because of what he did, now people aren't going to take stuff like this seriously. Why does one man determine like it's what gets taken seriously. It's not the fact that it's just one man. It's one man who has a platform, who has a following, and it's out all over the news. If it was a regular person, it wouldn't have the same effect. But, like is, celebrities have influence. Well, I, I agree with that, but I think that he doesn't represent black people or people like him. He represents himself. So to make him like the representation for false um I don't think he should be the representation, but I think that in our culture, when things like this happen, people get assigned to be the representative of whatever group that they're representing, or that they, like, may be a part of, even though they should not be a representative of that whole group. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I don't like the narrative that's being conjured up about him representing everybody. Like, I don't agree with that at all. But at the same time, it looks like he's like gonna go to prison maybe they said it's a felony for lying to the police if that's apparently what happened. i just saw this headline um by some nigerian person saying nigeria like nigeria is saying this jesse smollett did not pay nigerian brothers for attack 
Yeah, I, I so saw. So yeah, their names are Ola and Abel Asundairo. As- Asundairo. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I can tell it's a Yoruba name. Mm-hmm. That's how I knew they're Nigerian. Wow. Hmm. Shaking my head. Should he be canceled or not? I mean, I, I'm done with the whole cancel thing. I never watched Empire anyway, because that's not my type of show. But um, that's his problem now. So he has the police to deal with. What about all those people who were sending support out to him the first time See, that's, that's where it's... I'm not, I don't want to say funny, now? but it's like embarrassing on their part. Like, did they delete their posts? Because I remember so much, so much so outpouring many of support. Were posting about Jesse, we can't believe this happened to you. Blessings and prayers up to you. Celebrity after celebrity Thoughts after celebrity. Prayers. Thoughts and prayers are with you, Jesse. And then just for it to maybe be all fake. fake. Like, I would. People are angry, and apparently he got dropped from the last two episodes of um, Empire. Empire. Hmm. So his career might be over because he thought that this was going to help his career. It might not be working out the way he thought it would work out, which is dumb. Like I don't know. I don't get how he thought that. That I guess it would Publicity raise his profile. Is good yeah, but people. he is. I think completely backfired on him, and now <laughs> I don't know. So, Justin, who did you see this week? Oh, oh, yes. Okay, so when... I forgot to mention this. I saw one of my friends that I met during the internship that we did a couple summers ago. Mm-hmm. So, I was walking. We were leaving 6th Street, and then... Um, what happened? Oh, I hear somebody say, Justin, Justin. Justin. It, it was like something like out of a, a movie or a dream. I turned around. <laughs> everything felt slow motion. And then I see... This face, like, look at me and point, and then it's my friend Paige. Paige, Paige of wow. all people. Doesn't she, she like, go to San Antonio? Yeah, UT San Antonio. I saw. What are her. the odds that you see her on? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I didn't. I couldn't believe it. So, um, she was like, I was really drunk, and uh, I thought she, you said you were sober. No, this was. I went to Sixth Street two nights. Oh. Yeah. So sorry for not clarifying, mm-hmm. but this is night two. Night two, I was not sober. So, um. I was like, hey, I can't believe, like, this is the way the conversation went in my head. Hey, it's so good to see you. What are you doing here? Oh, wow, we should take a picture. I don't know when I'm going to see you again. And then she, a random dude comes over and he's like, hey, can can I take y'all's picture? And I was like, who who is this person? He, like, scared me because he came out of nowhere. So I thought that he was going to snatch her phone and run. But apparently he... Just took the picture. So he took the picture. Apparently. Yeah, a couple times. And then we were like, thanks. It was very strange because he must have been like watching us. She's to... so pretty. She is pretty. Hey, Paige, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. Good to see you. <laughs> but yeah, that's who I saw. You always run into people that you wouldn't ever think you'd see on 6th Street sometimes. <laughs> At least for me, I always run into people all the time. It's a wild place. It is a wild place. Visit if y'all aren't from Austin. All right. So for our main our main topic for today, in every relationship there are what are called deal breakers. So if the one of these rules I guess are broken, like this person is undateable basically. So if you're dating somebody, what are some things that this person must have in order for you to date them or must not have. or must not have like cuz there's there's some wild ones. Like, what are deal breakers for you? Because I know you don't date people that are shorter than you. 
Yeah. Honestly, I don't care what anyone says. I'm 5'7". I'm taller than average for a girl. And I'm not going to be with someone who's shorter than me. Even if it's one inch? Uh... See, if it was one inch, then I would have to have been friends with this person and maybe, like, I developed feelings for them over, like, a period of time. But, like, I wouldn't, like, if I was out and about and, like, meeting someone, even if I was just on campus and, like, saw someone, their height matters. Height matters? Height matters. Wow. I mean, I don't get why it matters to that degree because... You, there's so many nice guys that might be one inch shorter than you, and just because they're shorter than you, you're missing out on an opportunity to get to know them. And they might not be tall, but they might be rich. They might be very good looking. So, so should I be a gold digger? No, I mean just, just because they're one <laughs> they inch. They might be rich. They're one inch shorter than you. Why does I don't think that should matter in a relationship. I feel like if you, like I said, if it was a friendship before and it developed into something, then it wouldn't be as big of a deal. But if I'm, like, looking for someone, I wouldn't be looking for someone that's shorter than me. I wouldn't, that wouldn't be something that would make me, like, attracted to a person that they're, my height is shorter. Because, one, if I'm wearing heels, like today, Mm -hmm. I can't be, like, towering over you. That feels weird to me. I guess. But interestingly, I asked Mike, my roommate... Would you date a girl that's taller than you? And he, he a goes, A lot of yeah. guys would. Okay, the thing is, a lot of guys would date girls that are taller than them, but a lot of girls wouldn't date guys that are shorter why does it, than Why does it work the other way? Because I know there's some African couples that I've seen that their wife is, like, way taller my than My mom's husband. taller than my dad. Like, Not a lot. No, maybe, like, like an inches? inch. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. Maybe, like, I don't know. It gets you a good platform. The thing is, like, I'm taller than my dad. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I taller than no, my but, father? But old people, they get... Oh, not old people. He's not, like, elderly. No, but, but like, the older I grew you get, really you fast. Like, I've been this height since I was, like, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. But, like, guys, it takes them longer. They, like, have their growth spurt later than girls do. Mm-hmm. So you were know. always taller than most guys Yeah, your age. I remember in fourth grade, I was taller than my teacher. And that was weird. <laughs> In fourth grade. In fourth grade, what is me, like a 10-year-old, doing being taller than my teacher? So were you always the tall girl? Like, yes, always? I was. So people always be like, oh, you're tall like Nikki or whatever. No. <laughs> but if you say, okay. oh, you're so tall, like, I mean, until, like, everyone else got taller. But right. I grew really fast. So maybe that's it. I don't like being towering over people. But hmm. see, a guy that's five six to me is not... That's not preferential. But there are girls who are a lot shorter. Like I'm saying, I'm mm-hmm. taller than a lot of girls. There's a girl, there are girls who are like 5 feet, 5'1", five 5'2". Five so a guy being 5'6", is like the equivalent for me of a guy being 5'11". Mm. So like, they have that height difference. But for me, that height difference, that number is a lot, like, bigger. Right. That's crazy. But I, I don't agree with you when it comes to... To hide, because I, I think that's, like, discriminating on guys that you never know could be perfect for you, and then you miss out on an opportunity to get to know them more just because of an inch. Well, am I going to marry them? You don't know that. How, and you're never going to find out because you exclude them from what you want, so you'll never know. I want my kids know. to be tall. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes we can't have what we want. Hmm. What's, what's another deal breaker for you? Another deal breaker... Too many tattoos. Too many tattoos? Yeah. <laughs> I don't tattoos. know if it's the way I was well, raised. Well, what is too many? Like, if he has an arm sleeve or what? A sleeve is a lot. A lot? 
Like, you can have maybe a few dispersed everywhere, but, like, your whole arm is covered in tattoos. So that's a no. So if they're rich, they're tall like you like. Why do you keep saying rich? Because Are you a gold digger? No! No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, people like, like people. I don't with, care maybe that's about a deal, money. Maybe that's a deal breaker that's for me. That's a deal breaker for you. Having money. Every <laughs> I've time got it up. you've been, like, rich, what if he's rich? I don't, like, like I don't care about oh, money see, like that. See, that's where we disagree. See, you have these unintended biases. Polar opposites. Justin's a gold digger. <laughs> I'm not a gold digger at all. <laughs> like, what if he's rich what if he's rich what if he's rich then what i'm dead i'm Am dead I gonna be with some ugly like short rich man because he's well, rich? A, a lot of people like they have to have money for me it's about job occupation like you have to have like a, a job that makes a good not a good amount of money but i feel like not you working should at McDonald's. be stable you should have your own money i think that it's good for us to come together and pool our money together and mm-hmm. build together but if I'm the only one making money then that may be problematic sometime in the future if you're the only one making money that also might be problematic in the future mm-hmm. because it's like okay we share this money but like how much do we share it I don't want to be getting an allowance from my husband because there are a lot yeah. of people that mm-hmm. get an allowance from their husband Demetrius. I don't I, don't I, like I mean that. I think I guess it depends on what you want out of life because I don't think necessarily that there's anything wrong with being a stay-at-home mom. I think it might be nice to also do something for yourself so that that's not your entire life because I know for a lot of women that can become consuming mm-hmm. and then they feel like, oh, I have to take care of this, this, and that, and that they, like, forget to take care of themselves. themselves. Like, do something that's also going to make you happy and maybe have a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a simple blog that you make a little bit of money from. Maybe you have a part-time job doing something. You volunteer somewhere. I feel like you should still have something for yourself because what if something goes bad? What are you going to do? Exactly. Depend on somebody yeah. else. That's not the move. And then you're going to be broke? It's not the move. No. I need hmm. to have my own money, and he also needs to have his own money. Okay, so that's the deal breaker for you. You must have your own money. Yes. Also, you can't be in debt. Like, Ooh. you can't be in considerable debt, because that ruins people. What's considerable? Like, 50000 Well, I, also, I think it depends. Say I'm going to marry a doctor, mm-hmm. or a dentist, or <clears throat> some other type of professional that took a lot of schooling. That's really expensive. I think that would be more understandable than you got into some weird situation, you invested in some company that was sketchy, and then you have all this debt, but there's no way to get out of it. It's not like student loans where you, like, pay off continuously. I still think you should save up money and pay off your debt quickly and be smart about your money because there's no reason... If you're, like, currently making money, to be keeping your student loans for 30 years. Yeah. Pay it off quickly and be done with your debt. Bring your credit up and... <laughs> get your credit up. Get your credit up, please. Hmm. So one one interesting deal breaker I want to ask you is about a guy's religion. So what if he's, like, very religious... Is that a deal breaker for you? Like, he's, like, about the church. He brings up God and Jesus every every second sentence. I don't... If it's every second sentence, well, I mean, but not, that But, you know, be... like, considerably. Like, he brings up, like, God, like, brought me here and, you know... Honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with being religious. I respect people of, like, all different religions. Same. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having faith and having um, something that you believe in. Um if it comes to a point where it's interfering, where this potential guy feels like 
I can't do something because of his religion, then that's going to be problematic. Right. But I don't have a problem with anyone being religious at all. Okay, what about this? What if he does not... (laughs) What if he... I'm trying to use the right words. What if his politics don't align with yours? Politics is a different thing. Is that a deal breaker? (laughs) It's like, so if he is a conservative, is that a deal breaker? Conservative to what extent? If he is a Trump supporter, I'm going to say that right now. If you're a Trump supporter, stay the hell away from me. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes, really. Anyone who supports Trump, I don't trust them. And they're stupid. (laughs) Hot take. Hot take of the week. Hot take. If you support Trump, you need to check yourself. Do a little self-reflecting. Self-care. Love yourself. Love other people. Even no. if they gave you, like, valid reasons as to why they supported Trump, isn't like everybody what? allowed to have their own opinion? Yes, but that doesn't mean I have to agree with it. Well, he's not saying you it. have to agree with it. He's just saying, hey, I'm a Trump I supporter. I don't think you can be married to someone and have a very healthy relationship with someone where you have such differing views. I There's plenty of people that their wife or their husband is a Democrat and they're a Republican and they coexist. Like Pol- who? But politics isn't everything, though. It's not like you discuss that every single day. But... Politics um, dictates the laws of our society, how we are going to live our lives. Um, if if someone supports Trump and Trump doesn't support... Um, black lives. He doesn't support black lives. He doesn't support access to birth control or things like that. Then that interferes with my life. So how can you support something that is against me? Well... Just because, okay, let me just say this. Just because you support a president doesn't mean you support everything he does. Is that Well, that's what you're voting for. If you're voting for someone, you're voting for their policies and their beliefs. So a definite no for being a Trump supporter. Even if he told you it's because of tax reasons. I I make a lot of money and I'm... I'll be in a different tax bracket, so I don't want to pay. What are you tax. doing with all that money? Like, what's the difference between a hundred million and ninety million? I don't. I don't know if it's that. Either I, way, like, I feel like money is not everything. Like you, you keep saying rich, but I really don't think money's everything hmm. at all. Well, what about okay? What about this? What about your future? Do you want to have kids in the future? Yes. So, if the guy does not want to have children, is that a deal breaker? Yes. Really? See, I've seen where couples go into marriage. One person wants kids. The other person doesn't want kids. And they both have this mindset that the other person will change their mind. Mm, You can't change somebody. No, it's not. It's like you think, okay, maybe they'll be okay with not having kids. Or the opposite. Maybe they'll decide that they do want to have kids with me. And you, like, have this optimism in your mind, this false optimism. Because people, like, decisions like that usually don't change. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I, I agree. Like, kids are something that, it's not like, mm, I want to have kids today, I don't want to have kids today. It, like, I think that if you, you have them, and you're going to have them for the rest of your life, yeah. or the rest of their life. It's not like a, oh, I want well, to, like, maybe I want a kid. Like, it's a commitment to have a child. So if he tells you maybe I'd want children, would you press him and say, um... No, I would need to know before we get married because I don't think, for me, I want children. I don't think there's any reason for me to marry someone who doesn't want children because 
what if I think he might change his mind and five, ten years down the road, he's, he's like, you still know what? He, no, he still doesn't want kids. And then I'm upset because I want to have kids. And you put all your time yeah. into this person. And that ruins marriages, yeah. you know? Because, like, people like, I divorce. want kids, and then, like, they'll divorce, and then they'll go to a sperm bank and have a child because they want a child. I want children. So that would be a deal breaker for me, for okay. someone to not want children. And I, I think that's a valid deal breaker to have. Because I would want children with my husband. Mm-hmm. Am I going to go to a sperm bank and have this child? And, and then, you're just, like, honest, on the and side? he'd be mad, though. Yeah, like, that do, That won't work out. No, no. And I think, to, to preface this, I think that in any relationship, whether you're just dating or whether it's a long-term, like, long-term relationship, before you even, like, commit to spending time with this person, I feel like you have to, like, set... You the have table, to talk like, about these things. Yeah. Like, maybe not three months into a relationship, but a year, two years into a relationship. Like, these things should come up in conversation. Whether you're, like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, we're getting married now. But, like, you're like, okay, what if we got married? Would you want kids? Mm-hmm. Like, that's something you should be aware right. about. Because if you really, like, I know, like, I remember in high school, this one girl, she's like, I want seven kids. I <laughs> Okay, listen. Okay. Hold on. She's like, I want to have like three or four of my own and then adopt children because okay. I like, I see how there are a lot of children out there who don't have homes. So like, she there's I don't think there's any way she could like be with a guy who's like I don't want to have children because she already has that in her mind that she wants a lot of children mm-hmm. and she wants to care and nurture for these children. So like, there's no point in being a in a long term relationship with someone who has such different views exactly. again from you. Exactly. I I agree. I agree with that. Hmm. What about you? Do you have any deal breakers? Um, I I th- I keep saying that I don't think I do, but I really, I really don't. If they don't have money, oh, well, everybody has to have money. Like they can't have <laughs> no, like no money there attached to your name. There are people who are fine with like not having a lot of money. See all these people, these baristas who moved to Austin <laughs> with nothing. I'm gonna live in Austin, be a hippie. I'm vegan. I work at this coffee shop. I only drink almond milk, um, oat milk. What other kind what? of milk is there? Cashew milk, soy milk. I'm raw, vegan. I love to kayak downtown in Lady Bird Lake, hike, blah, 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 blah. No. Like, no. I don't know. I don't, I don't, when I think about it, I don't have deal breakers. Maybe if you ask me, like, certain things, I might have opinions about it. But when I think, I'm like... No, I, I'm, I really don't care, to be honest. Okay, well, I'll keep going with my list. Okay. Cheating. Cheating. If I really don't understand how people can stay in relationships after someone has cheated on you. I feel like that's such a large violation of trust. Um, to be, like, intimate with another person when you have a marriage with them is... I can't imagine. Well, Just break even, up with me, break up with me, divorce me, and then go on and live your life. And I think even though celebrities aren't normal people, we see like stuff like that where somebody will cheat on somebody, but it they get back together. But such hurt in a person. Like, I don't know if I could recover from that and then trust the person. Have you ever been cheated on before? No. Okay. So, you don't know like the real pain... <laughs> associated with that I, <laughs> I I know myself and I the thought of it even well well, what if the person uh, comes clean to you and he's like you know what in my past relationship no I wasn't you know honest I 
made mistakes. Past relationship? Yeah, and they come forward and tell you that they cheated in their past relationship, but they're trying to make things right and they've matured from the person they were in the past. So even with them being contrite and everything like that, you would not date them or give them a chance just because of um i think i'd have to be like on a kind of trial period with them um you know try things out Mm -hmm. but i think what i'm more saying is that if i was in a committed relationship with someone and they cheated on me then i i would not be with them anymore Mm -hmm. and i guess there is that whole saying of once a cheater always a cheater i believe that's true so i guess if i knew that before then I don't think I would enter a relationship with the person. With a, a known cheater. Yeah, with a known cheater. Hmm. Because, man, and I don't know how celebrities do that. I guess because well, they have, like, more invested in their lives right. and, like, in the media and the way money. the public perceives them. Mm-hmm. And money. Yeah, that's always the most important thing. Money. Money! money. <laughs> I really want to see is the... Money! <laughs> um... Oh, but now that I think about it, I mean, besides the obvious deal breakers, like, not gonna date a convict, or... Is that an obvious deal breaker? Yes, I, it uh, should be. It, it should sh- be. Okay, it should be, but is it? I, well, it might, it might not be for some people, because I know people that have dated what about ex-convicts. Gucci. What's that? Gucci man. Is he an ex-convict? He was in prison, oh. and his girl <laughs> waited for it. Remember in the song, he's like, I gave her, like... I think it was like two or six million, and she like started her company, built herself up, got more money, Keisha, and went. Keisha Kayor, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to say whatever. her last name. Anyway, she waited for him <laughs> while he was in jail. He came out looking like a snack. You know, <laughs> jail does that to people, I guess. What All else you do, do, you do work is out. work out. But she waited for him. What do you think? Um, I mean, every relationship is different. I know for me, I'm not dating a convict. No, I'm not trying to date a convict. Somebody or with a convict either. What is it called? A, a rap sheet with a record. Yeah, a criminal record. Hell if you no. have a record, because you can't get like loans and stuff, right? <laughs> like, what can you do? Like, you're useless. Imagine like bringing someone back to like our parents, being like, "Oh, so what did you used to do? Well, uh, he, he, he just got out of <laughs> prison. No. Um, no." <laughs> no. no, I, mean, I no, think no, they would no. laugh and then just like tell me get out of their house. Right. <laughs> wow. No. What okay. about okay? So what about you said you want somebody that wants kids. So if the person also wants kids, but for some reason something in their body like they have issues like producing viable sperm. Like it's 2019, man. There are other ways. Th- oh, so you don't care? You you don't care about not having biological it be, children? It would be something that I have to consider. Well, I guess you wouldn't know that until much later. I don't think it would be a deal breaker for me because I'm not planning to have children before I get married. So I guess I wouldn't <laughs> know if the sperm well, work never, or not <laughs> right. before we actually try to have children. Right. So I guess at that point... It wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. I there are other ways, you know. That's interesting because I know some people that would say, "Oh, definitely, I do not want to adopt. I want to have all biological children." I think it'd be like ideal to have biological children, but if I'm so deeply in love with my future husband, mm-hmm. whoever you are, if you're listening out there, he is listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's not possible for us. You know, because I would want the same if I wasn't able to produce um, good enough eggs or, like, my womb wasn't 
habitable or whatever mm-hmm. they say it right. is. I wouldn't want my husband to feel the same way and think that there are other ways for us to have children because mm-hmm. it can be either or. It's not only the husband that like may or may not be able to produce viable sperm. So I would want there to be understanding in our relationship. Yeah, and yeah, it depends. Every relationship is different. But in this case, like what if um, he's good, you're good, you like him, he likes you, it's perfect, everything's great. So y'all are dating for a while. Um, maybe the question of kids comes up and he's always nervous like whenever you bring that up. But then he sits you down one day and he tells you, you know what, Nikki, um, in my family we have this rare disease that's in our, in our family genetics. So like there's what? a chance. I don't, I don't know what diseases there are. <laughs> Like <laughs> color blindness or something. Like, color blindness. No, something. Col- I no. wouldn't care if my children are colorblind. Okay, something crippling, like oh, something gosh. like okay. spina bifida or something no, like that. Um. So actually, when in my church when I was growing up, there one of the pastors there. This was actually something that he went through with his children. Um. I think he had four children, and two of them had. I'm not sure. I think it was a like neurodegenerative disease. Um. So they were in in wheelchairs. Um, when he shared this with the church, I was actually very surprised that he went through all of this and was still such like a happy person Mm -hmm. and motivational person. But two of his sons were actually like wheelchair bound and couldn't do much for themselves. He was talking about how he's the one who like takes his children to the bathroom. Like they don't have the muscles. So it's like, they just sit there and like wait for things to naturally happen with gravity. Mm -hmm. Um, but his daughter's when they got married, they decided to not have biological children because it's a genetic disease and they saw the pain um, and the trouble and just things that happened in the family, what their parents went through mm-hmm. and what they also went through. Yeah, their and seeing their like brothers also not live to a certain age, they're like, I don't want to go through that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put my child through pain and suffering. And it's because expensive, too. It's expensive also. So I think those are things that you should consider. Um, if that was the case, I think I'd be more prepared and more willing to have non-biological children. Okay. So it can still work? It can still work. I think those are conversations you need to have before you get married. Yeah, because what if he hid that from you and never told you and then See, then I think that's where worse. anger would come out or, like, disappointment because... Why hide things? You know, I feel like it's better to have things out in the open mm-hmm. and communicate about things mm-hmm. so that you know what you're getting yourself into. Marriage is a big commitment. It's something that takes work and partnership and communication. So hiding things, it makes you feel betrayed once, like, you figure these things out. It gets revealed. It gets revealed, and it's like, why didn't you tell me this? What were you hiding, and for what reason? Do you not trust me with this information? Yeah. Do you not, like, think this or that of me? So, it's like, why were they, why were they hiding it in the first place? Good question. But, yeah, I think in any relationship, honesty is very important. So, I guess a deal-breaker for me is, like, honesty. And that goes with a lot of things. So, if, obviously, if you're not honest, then things aren't going to work out. So, yeah. True. True, true, true. Yep. What do you think about addiction? Addiction? Oh, what kind of addiction? Because I'm addicted to my phone. I'm addicted to TV shows. I'm addicted to... You're annoying. A lot of things. 
You're no, I mean, but you said, what do I think about addiction? Addiction is not only drugs. Addiction okay, is sex I'm addiction. Okay, but talking about, okay, let's say drug and alcohol addiction. Mm. Like hard drugs. And they tell me that? Okay, say you're into your relationship, so however many years, uh-huh. and they become an addict. Like, they, like, it progresses and they become an addict. I think I would see the signs beforehand. And well, okay, what about all those <laughs> relationships where one person in the relationship becomes, like, a drunk, they become an alcohol addict, mm-hmm. and then they, like, start lashing out, they it might turn into abuse. It's not like, could you see that when you were however old and got no. married, that in 20 years that this person be, would become a drunk? No, but I think I would work... I would work with them because. What if they don't want to stop? Okay, then bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. I don't need you. Bye. <laughs> I don't need you. I'm not one so that's it's a like deal a. Breaker. I guess so. I'm not one that wants to like ever get divorced. But um, if it comes to that, and I can no longer help them, and they don't want to help themselves or can't help themselves, then it can't. It can't work. So, bye. I'm sorry. Bye. But divorce, I would, I would never want to get divorced though, because I would never want to get married. So if I'm ever, what? The, no, so if I'm ever at the point where I'm, I want to get married, I'm sure as hell not gonna get divorced, and it's gonna take a You're lot. You're not gonna get divorced. It's gonna take a lot for me to get married in the first place. So if I'm with somebody <laughs> that I like to the point where I want to marry them, then I'm not getting divorced, because I wouldn't get married in the first place. <laughs> That's how it works for me. Marriage is not just a game. People... No, I, I'm not saying it's a game, but I think that sometimes divorce, especially if there are, like, children involved, divorce can be better. I think it's better to have two separate happy households than one household that is full of anger and lack of communication mm-hmm. and just, like, spite. That's an awful environment to grow up I in. Because there are a lot of couples um, that don't get divorced, and they, like, keep raising their children in these toxic mm-hmm. environments. Where they hate each other. They but hate each other. They don't speak to each other. Like, sometimes they don't sleep in the same bed. Yeah, that's... I don't feel like that's a good environment to be living in. And you're not going to be happy in that relationship just because you don't want to get divorced. Right. And that's... We, I think that happens a lot in our culture where people don't want... Like, d- divorce is very, like... Taboo. The way they speak about divorce is, like like death like if like somebody died if somebody got a divorce did you hear so and so and so and so divorce they are divorcing wow it's like it's like the end of the world yeah basically Basically, it's like it's like why would they do that and now they look at them somehow Mm -hmm. like these people that are divorced they look at them and then when they move on they start judging them like how can he move on like my should they be sad for the rest of their lives sad and angry and spiteful like this ball of hatred for the rest of our right. lives? No. Like, whenever Nigerians take the vows, shall, what is it, shall death do us part? They really do mean that. <laughs> it's, like, it'll be no, me dying before I get a divorce. there's actually, like, this lady used to braid my hair. Um, she got divorced. She's Nigerian mm-hmm. also. And whenever she was getting divorced, my mom's like, I can't, I like, she's like in disbelief. She's like, I can't believe this. She's like, my husband is like this and that. Like, I'm tired of it. He's lazy. He's this, that. Like, she was just done with the relationship, which I think is valid, especially when you, when you have children and like, it's not a healthy relationship. You're not happy. Mm-mm. Why keep doing that? 
this. Like, mom, you're overreacting. This isn't even your own. Yeah, it's not even. Like, she's acting like she's in the marriage. You're not even really friends with this woman either. Like, she just does my hair. They just love. They love to gossip. <laughs> love to gossip. But she moved on. She's like, I got my own place. I can buy like all these new appliances. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a boyfriend wow. now. Like, she's living her living life. Living her best life. Honestly, let her live her best life. What should she be miserable for? I don't know. Nothing. There's no know. reason to be miserable if you can, like, get out of that kind of situation. No, but for, like, if I'm going to get married, I'm not ever going to get a divorce. So it's either mm-hmm. I'm never going to get married or, or I'm never going to get... You're going to be that ball of hatred if... Oh, no! You think... Okay, so, like, if you got to that point where, like, you d- you couldn't stand the person anymore, you would just not get divorced? No, but I, you can always work things out in a relationship. There's counseling, which some people like that and some people don't. That doesn't always work. Okay, sometimes it does, though. Okay, I'm not saying that it never works. Okay, what if in my case it works? Okay. Then there we go. Okay, See? but, like, what if? Okay, what if it doesn't? Yeah. Okay, then what's the next step? I don't know. It's not divorce. <laughs> Why does divorce have to be the next step when things are working out? It doesn't have to be the out? next step. Okay, say it's like years of this. BS. Like, yeah, if it's years of it and there's like no end. Y'all just do not get along anymore. You make each other mad. You're always arguing. Every conversation turns into an argument. Not sleeping in the same room. Live basically separate lives. You're still just not going to get divorced. <laughs> Honestly, the per- the person has <laughs> the person just has to be perfect because perfect. there's no one is perfect. exactly. Then I'm never. I'm not gonna get married oh, ever. God. I'm not. I'm just not doing that. No one's perfect. I'm not doing like... that because every <laughs> I, I can't like that when we do the marriage episode. <laughs> no one's perfect. So if you're looking for someone who's perfect, like you're never gonna find that. Like marriage might be obsolete for our generation because I don't know. I don't know. It's I mean, not it for everybody. That's true. But whatever. Whatever, whatever. Let's take some listener questions. Some listener questions. So who, what are we going to name this person? Mm, we'll do uh, Simon. No. Simon? <laughs> let's Simon do, says. Let's do um, hmm, Victoria. Victoria? How do you want to choose Ebo? Let's do, yeah, honestly, from now on, let's do Ebo uh, Ebo names for each person that we name. We'll do... Um, Kenny. I've never heard of that. My cousin's name is that a Kenny. boy? Yeah. Okay. Is Obina? Obi. Oh, Ob- Ob- Obina. Obi. Okay, Obi. Okay. Obi. <laughs> okay, so. So. I guess we're going to have to cut this out. He's so, like, disorganized. Um, the graduating one and moving. Yeah, let's do that. <clears throat> okay. So Obi says, "I graduated in two semesters, not including this current semester we're in now, and I finally have a stable job that pays well and is looking like it's going to be my gateway into PA school. But the only location for the business is here in Austin, meaning after I graduate." I need to live here for my gap year in order to work. I've been with my boyfriend for quite some time now, nearing four years together, but we've never lived together, even though I'm at his apartment more than I'm ever at mine. I just think it would be more convenient to live together, especially after we graduate, to start building our future and moving forward and such. When I talked to him about the idea, though, he kind of froze up and brought 
of how his parents are super religious, but he isn't, would probably not approve of that idea. So he's afraid to approach them with that idea. I'm not sure what to do since I really don't want to do long distance again, unless we're actually in it for the long run, but I really want to live together. So this person's boyfriend is planning to go back home after graduation and live with his parents to save money to get some kind of job before they go back to school for the master's degree. So what should they do? Um, it sounds like, I don't know, do, it depends on if it's shrouded in secrets. Something is shrouded in <laughs> secrets. It feels like he hasn't told his parents that he even has a girlfriend i don't know that's the vibe i'm getting i hope he has he probably has i think you guys should figure out if you're in it for the long run i think that might Mm. be a key thing because if in his mind he's not in it for the long run or he's not like seeing that future however many years right because the future is now yeah if he's not seeing that future with you then maybe he is actually hesitant and the reason it's an excuse yeah maybe he's using his parents as an excuse but okay, let's say he is in it for the long run. His parents aren't going to dictate the rest of his life. And I think if that's his excuse, he should actually just talk to his parents or not tell them. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Because she said that she really wants to live with in this Austin. guy. Yeah. But does he want to live in Austin? And is he against living in Austin? Mm-hmm. The vibe I get is that he also wants, maybe he also wants to live with her, but maybe that really is the reason, like, his parents would not approve, but I don't get what would be so bad. I know, obviously, I'm not their parents, but what is so bad about living with My parents else? would never let me live with <laughs> someone I know, my parents wouldn't, wouldn't either at all. <laughs> parents would never let me live with someone else, like, I think they think boys are the, my mom thinks boys are the spawn of Satan, really? first of all. Some of them are. Um, she thinks, like... Pregnancy might be on the mind mm-hmm. of the parents. You know, if you're living together, things are more likely to happen. Right, especially if you're not living with roommates. Like, if yeah, it's just, if it's like, just y'all. you two, it's like, it's like the pre-step of marriage. <laughs> like, Basically, like, when you live with somebody, that's a big commitment that you're taking. <laughs> you're sharing bills, you're sharing the rent, mm-hmm. your food. food, everything. Y'all are going to be... Sharing each space. Other. You're going to be each other's space all the time. So you guys both have to be ready for that. I think you should talk about... First, if he is in it for the long right. run, and also realize yourself if living somebody is living with somebody is the best thing. But she does yeah. preface it and say that they're with each other all the time. So basically, they're living. But there's with each a difference now. of having your own place to be able to go back to. Like, say <laughs> things go wrong. So that's why I think you should figure out if you're in it for the long run. Because say things go wrong. Where is one person gonna go? Yeah. Are you guys gonna live in that same space together? With like whole, while you're with the broken lease, up? The lease is still yeah, going. Yeah, you can't break your lease because that's gonna ruin your credit. You're <laughs> not gonna be able to rent places later. So, like, what's gonna happen if that happens? You know? What are you gonna do? What is he gonna do? Who gets the place? Like, what's going on? Yeah, so th- I would say. Think about every single logistic. Yeah. Think about everything. Like it's a driving. Lot of commitment. Does, does he have his car? Like every just think about everything because I think that sometimes we idealize everything in our head, like everything is gonna be perfect, everything is gonna work out, but we don't often think about the yeah. things that don't work Spending out. Spending a lot of time at someone's place versus actually living together with them is very it's different. different. It's different. Because all your stuff will be in the same place. It's mm-hmm. not like oh you have your toothbrush and maybe your makeup bag and a few other things. Like everything, everything. is gonna be shared. <laughs> so like you really have to think about that. It's not 
And you know what? It's a good thing that you have a year, more than a year to think about it. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing you have time to think about it. You guys can talk about it. Hopefully this doesn't break all up. I hope it doesn't either. But it's good that you're thinking this far in advance because I'm I You could be a year ahead and almost graduating and not have it figured out. Which would be yeah. more of a mess. It's good that you have time. And I know couples that have lived together and they've broken up because it didn't work out. Like, everything that we mentioned. Yeah, like, and then they start living with, like, their friend, mm-hmm. like, staying on a couch or something. Because, like, your name's on a lease. You put money down, but you can't break that lease. And it's basically cause... like being married. So being, like, <laughs> what, 22 and, like, being married to somebody, living with them, occupying their space every single second. It's, it's very different. You know, because. Yeah. It works for some people, though. You know, I'm not saying that it won't work at all, but I think you need to consider all of these factors and have a long conversation about it, right. multiple conversations about it. Right. Because then once you have that conversation and he's in it for the long haul, too, then it's easier for you to kind of work out the situation with his parents. Because once yeah. you know you're committed, he's committed, then it's... Because what you're thinking about is at least two years commitment in the future Mm -hmm. because you have the year before you graduate more than a year before you graduate Mm -hmm. it's only february Mm -hmm. um and then you have the like year of the lease so you need to be both in it for at least like two years yeah i agree at least (laughs) so really you're gonna have to be thinking like we're gonna be together for a long time after this present moment and after thinking about that stuff if you're still like with it then Continue, I guess. Do but. it. Honestly, it's a good move. Like, he, you guys will be splitting rent. It'll probably be, like, more economical for both of you. I guess, like, living at home is free. Mm-hmm. But, like, versus having your own place. Right. Like, both of you guys And the job that she place. has is, like, only here. So she, yeah. she doesn't have the same opportunity at home. Yeah, you guys really do need to talk about it. Because if you don't have the same opportunity, are you going to put your career plans on hold? Or, like, hinder you yeah. from having these opportunities because of him and then what if worse comes to worse the parents say no we don't want you living with her like come home and live yeah. with us can you do long distance yeah because they've done it in the past but I, i'm assuming that she did not like that yeah long distance is hard it's planning time to be together making time like it's making just... time to like talk to each other mm-hmm. that's another test in itself so there's the test of living with each other and then there's the test of long distance and i think if you really do like like him and really want the relationship to work if it ends up being long distance then that's another test yeah. and if... if you pass that test and you finish the job and everything yeah. if then... you guys are really both in it for the long run then i think your relationship can withstand whatever is coming in the future. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So. Thanks for that question. That was a really good question. We hope we we answered it to the best of our abilities. Okay. So question two. What should we name this person? Guy or girl? Either. Um. We'll do Neka. Neka. Yeah, Neka. N N E K A. It's not Nika. No, Neka. Neka. It's an Igbo name. Ne. Ne. Ne- the two ne- ends. It's two ends, okay? <laughs> um, okay. So, passion versus practicality. Could be applied to any or all aspects of your life, like career, relationship. Do you think it's better to approach life from a passion standpoint or a practical standpoint? I feel like a lot of people in their 20s and 30s struggle with this question. So, what do you think? Hmm. I always... I think practicality is better for me 
Um, I know that people always tell you, pursue your passion, pursue your passion. But sometimes your passion, <laughs> you can't live pursuing your passion. And I think that sometimes in life we have to do what's practical to survive and forego our dreams in order to make that happen. Um, I would say that if you want to do something that you're passionate in, sometimes you have to do the practical job first, make some money, and then pursue whatever that passion may be. So let's say you want to be an actor. Um, people know that the acting world is notoriously difficult to make a break in, and that's not really a feasible career if you're wanting to live and actually make money, not to like be comfortable, but to actually survive. So I think that um, you might have to take a job that you don't want to like that provides you money and a stable job and stable housing in order to live, but then eventually be set enough to want to pursue your job later. I had a director in high school who um, worked directing shows in high school, and I don't think that that was what she wanted to do with her life. So eventually she left our high school. I doubt No, I, I know, because high school kids are trash. <laughs> Just letting you know. Like, I, I would never want to be a high school te- teacher. Shout out to all you educators out there that deal with uh, pubescent, well, not e- even pubescent, but trash people. just trash people trash in children. high school. But I don't think that that's what she wanted to do in her life. So she um, ended um, her stint at our high school and then eventually moved to California to start auditioning and make a break in Hollywood. So she was a teacher or a director for like at least eight years. And then I guess she was comfortable enough to say, hey, you know what? I've done this for a while. I've made some money. Now it's time to actually live for myself. So she moved on and started pursuing her passion and that's what she's been doing since so it might come to that sometimes and i believe that it's smarter to be practical versus following i kind of disagree okay um, <laughs> i think that you should pursue your passions i have a belief that if you work hard and you really are truly passionate about this thing and you're not willing to settle for mediocrity, you're willing to fight and put in the hard work to succeed, that you should follow your passions. I think you might you might dread it. Like, say you're, you want to pursue acting, and you become a high school teacher, and you're kind of just going through the motions of this, what, like, eight-to-four job, five days a week you don't really like it you're living in some weird suburb like yeah <laughs> you're living in some weird suburb trash like students. there's nothing to do and you're not even i don't know you're not doing what you want to do what's the point of that what's the point of living your life doing something that you don't like i feel like you should pursue the things that make you happy maybe you need a stepping stone that's like an in-between um say so many people move out to LA to mm-hmm. pursue acting, mm-hmm. but they hustle though. They're Even if bartending. they're they're bartending, they're Uber, Lyft drivers, mm-hmm. they're doing what they have to do to make it to do what they like. Whether that's working their ass off, however many hours a week, mm-hmm. and then busting their ass to make it to auditions, I feel like they're probably happier than if they were doing some job that they hated. Yeah, but I would not want to be happy and not being able to pay my bills. Yeah, getting I think it repoed, depends on what like, you want, though. I think it that's what it... It really depends on what you want. Because um, sometimes the happiness, pursuing your passion could be 
um, engineering, and engineering is a great field, pays well, and that's your dream, but maybe, um, I don't know, maybe you live in a country where opportunities aren't present, and do you want to forego knowing the risk associated with, well, you know? Well, <laughs> that's not where we're living right well, now. Well, I'm saying, but that's, that's <laughs> she asked the question, practicality or passion i mean i guess it's situational but i would say in the society that we're living in now in the Mm -hmm. united states that you should pursue your passions there are so many people out here starting these businesses that they're passionate about and we live in the world of the internet it's so not that it's easy but the world is so much more accessible and it's there's methods there's ways to reach a really wide audience and get your product your ideas out there Mm -hmm. There are people like these YouTubers. Ten years ago, I'm sure they had no idea (laughs) that that they're going to be millionaires. These people are out living in fucking mansions. Well, sometimes it's just doing... It's being consistent. Like, that's the thing. If you're passionate about it, keep doing it. Keep working at it. And sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes you will end up getting to where you want to go. But there's some people that pursue there's their passions and that doesn't work out for them. They don't, so, but I would say try it. And if it doesn't work out, then maybe you look at something else. But I think even maybe split your time, maybe have a, um, work on your passion, but also have a job, you know, that... Be smart. But don't do something that makes you miserable, you know? I I really don't think you should be doing something just for the money or some stuff like that. I, I think some, sometimes you have to, but I think in any situation, you have to be smart about what you do. Like, See, like me, I, I don't know, maybe it's personal experience, but I cannot imagine myself going to med school. Mm-hmm. I could go to med school and go through it, hate it, come out of it, do my residency, mm-hmm. make not a lot of money during my residency. Yeah. And it's then, like a 12-year marriage that you can't get like, divorced from. But, like, I... That's the thing. I had to decide now that I don't want to do it because, like, I can't imagine going into med school and then being like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> like, That's after scary. investing time, money, like, stress, <laughs> Yeah, I, no, and I, I feel like I it's think the, not worth it. the practicality versus passion argument, it comes down to fear. Fear of not being successful. Yeah. Fear, fear of not, of not making, making money. Fear of, but you know, you losing people that, that you fear, love. Then go for it. Of course, people are gonna go for it if they, there's no fear attached to it. But I think it's hard to t- for me personally to tell people pursue your passion. It doesn't matter what you do. Just if you work hard, it'll it'll happen for you. It doesn't happen for people like that. So I'm I'm never gonna tell somebody pursue your passion. I think that sometimes you have to do more what's practical to survive. And maybe you reach a level where you can comfortably like transition into pursuing what you're passionate about. What about all these like? Theater and dance majors, um, radio, television, film, okay. or whatever other liberal arts degrees are out there. Uh-huh. What about all those people? Thousands of people here at our school okay. that are like pursuing their dream. Okay. And you're going to tell they, them not to? They're gonna, there's jobs out there that'll make them money. It might be a, not, not, not a lot of money, but they're making money. Are so they? You, you're the one that said money? Money isn't everything to me. But you're saying that you shouldn't pursue your passion because some people don't make it. And making it is a different... Everyone has a different different definition of making it. Yeah. Well, yeah. For me, making it is living comfortably, being happy. What's comfortably? I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rich, okay? Rich. Rich. Money. Money. Lavish lifestyle. All I really want to see is the... Money, like yeah, everyone has different ideas of comfortable. Also, like me, like not having to think about money would be <laughs> like my parents were telling me, like I, I don't want you making fifty thousand oh dollars. For like, some people, fifty thousand dollars is a amazing. Million. Yeah. Like that's some households, like that's their entire exactly. income. I'm like, I'm not gonna like they think that if I make fifty thousand dollars, I'm happy. gonna be, I'm gonna be eating ramen noodles, living in a small. Or they think that you're they're that scared. I'm living in a small apartment, like <laughs> I'm like people can buy homes making fifty thousand yeah, dollars. You just have nice to be smart though. and like save money and yeah. like have I good credit. Know. Like I'm not trying to have all the children flowing out. Like no, and like I'm being smart. smart about those decisions. Like think about life practically. Well, I get what I think. What they're saying is that they don't want you to be content with making $50,000. <laughs> no, that's not. Because my dad's like, I don't want you living in an apartment. And I was like, I don't want to live in an apartment for the rest of my life. I'm going to have a house. Right. And I was like, so you just, I don't know. He's like, you're going to be poor, stagnant. basically. Like, that's, that brings up another, sorry, another deal breaker, like stagnancy, if that's a no, word. I know, I understand that. I But I think there's a difference between being stagnant and like... I don't know, working towards your goal. Right. There are people who are, like, comfortable not doing anything. What about the Lawrence situation from the show Insecure? Like... Lawrence needed to get his (laughs) shit together. You know what? I don't think Issa was right for cheating on him, but Lawrence needed to get his shit together because he was just sitting around that apartment not doing shit. Right. Issa was supporting them on her little... them some backstory (laughs) if they're confused? Okay, so Insecure, HBO show by Issa Rae. Um, her character is also named Issa, and she works for like a nonprofit in LA. Like she doesn't make a lot of money, and her boyfriend is like, "Oh, I have this business plan. Like I'm working on my business model for like two years. He's working on this business living model. with her, mind you. Like every day, just sitting at home in his sweatpants. Like, oh, hi, Issa, coming playing back. video games. Like you're not working on shit. <laughs> so, would you, in that situation, would you break up with that person? Or? Honestly, I can't be with someone who doesn't have motivation, who doesn't have goals. You need to have goals for yourself and be working toward those goals. You can't be listening, oh, I have a business plan. Are you going out and pitching that business plan to people? <laughs> Are you going on interviews? Like, What about, okay, this brings up, like, he played video games a lot, too. Would you date a guy that plays video I games? I care. Really? Even that 30 playing video games? That's fine. Okay. Everyone That's interesting. Everyone has their passions. Like, if you're playing eight hours a day, no. But I don't well, Some care. people do. I mean, like that. Like, people, some people, if, if they have the time. If that's your life, then no. Well, but... not their life. Obviously, <laughs> I hope they would have a job. I know you wouldn't date somebody without a job. But they play, like, video games a lot. Like, some people, that's a turnoff for them. Like, I don't know. I, I guess it depends on how much you're playing. But, like, if you play every once in a while and, like, I don't know, that's a hobby of yours, and do that. Because I'm going to have my hobbies and do my hobbies. I don't think just because it's video games that is a hobby that it's a bad thing. Hmm. I don't know. Like, my cousin, he's a, like, software and computer engineer, and he plays a lot of video games. But that's, like his thing you right. know he knows a lot about technology and coding and like what is a good gaming system mm-hmm. and like what makes good games and stuff that's like a that. specific situation though. i mean yeah but i'm saying he's like i think he'll be 30 this year but i don't like look at him like oh you play video games <laughs> like i don't look at him like that <laughs> you gamer because even when like, i go back home and i play video games my mom is he, like <laughs> like he's he works at like ibm he makes money like yeah I, that's that, different 
Like my no, like, if you're a bum and you're playing video games, then get out of my face. Right, like of there's a difference between like having other things and then playing video games versus like playing video games and then maybe doing some other things. True. I, I don't know if y'all had a gaming system like growing up, but I, I guess too. My mom thinks that video <laughs> games are for kids, so if I'm playing it, she'd be like. How old are you? You know what my mom says that for? Chicken nuggets. I remember what? at some point in my life, <laughs> maybe it was like 10 or 12 or something like that. It's like, are you still a baby? Oh my God. Eating chicken nuggets from McDonald's. You... I was like, it's, I was like, I'll eat chicken nuggets today. Chicken I'm nuggets 22. Are dope. I love chicken like, nuggets. Like, what is wrong with chicken nuggets? What does it make it a child's food? Like, that's it doesn't funny. make any sense. I think that's funny. <laughs> she would say that to you now. Are you you a think? Baby. Are you a baby? Baby. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she would probably ask me why I'm eating chicken nuggets now. It's funny. My mom, she always makes weird comments about foods that's like not normal to her. I really like Thai food, so sometimes when I'm home, I'll get Thai food like to go and bring it home. And every time she, like, that looks so nasty. <laughs> and then and then she'll go and eat it. Like, <laughs> mm, mm, wow mm, it's a delicacy <laughs> it's like it looks so nasty but like it tastes so oh good God. I don't know every time I'll come home she'll be eating my food my Thai food the food she's like ah how can you buy that <laughs> like the judge uh, like, is it not the same food that that's what I'm like saying like you're consuming that's right what now? I'm saying but y'all Honestly, do what you love, but be smart. Sometimes, no, be smart about it. I think yeah. it's a balance of being smart and like having drive versus like being like, oh, I'm gonna do this thing. That's my passion, mm-hmm. and then not like putting in that work to really get to that point and be successful. Yeah. So for me, I guess what we would want you, well, at least for me, I'd want y'all to take away from today is be smart. Sometimes you have to be practical to do. What you love in the in the I'm end. I'm not saying you shouldn't have any practicality. Have practicality. Have a good head on your shoulders. Weigh the pros and cons mm-hmm. and like things that can possibly go wrong. Yeah. Because you have to be prepared for the worst. Whether yeah. it's in relationships, whether it's in your job, you never know when the market's gonna crash. Exactly. You know, like it could be 2008 again in a few years. Mm-hmm. That you was never terrible. Know. Yeah. So um, you gotta be prepared for those things. Be prepared for the worst if you follow your dreams, but also yeah, be prepared be, for. Any other things that come along. Things to come into fruition. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but stay true to yourself. Exactly. Well, with that, um, we hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Um, (laughs) But no, we hope y'all continue to listen. Um, Next week, we have some good topics for you guys. So um, check that out. And as always, if you want to leave us a listener question, um, contact us on our Instagram page at laugh not laughing pool at uh. Polar Opposites Pod, and then there's a link to our email as well on there. And with that, we'll catch you on the next one.